This, 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 this is mythical. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son Link from Good Mythical Morning. What's How you up, doing, Link? I'm doing good, Look. Dad. Boy, you got the you got the sign looking good there. I'm telling. Well, you. I realize that I have a backdrop too, but it's not in the shot. <laughs> like I've got it's, it's the name of the show and everything, but it's in a shot we don't use, so it's still not as good as your backdrop. Man, you look like the yeah. sun's going down. Give me a dispatch. Oh, yeah. Let me have it, Dad. How you doing? I'm doing good. Well, it's it's been hot here, humid. And How hot are we talking about? Well, it's in the 90s, and but the heat index is about 106 with the humidity and everything. So it's it's hot. <sighs> Monday. They said the temperature in the ocean, the water in the ocean where you can go swimming, it was 86. What? 86? I mean... That's warmer than getting... That's like getting in the bathtub. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, especially if you're the second kid in the bathtub. Did you... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Did you... Growing up, did you have to uh, take turns in the same bath water? Yeah, with me and Tacey. Yeah, sometimes. So she would take a... Who, who would be first? Were you, like, trying to get there her. first? Oh, really? Yeah, no, most of the time it was her. Okay. Then... So you would take Later over. on, when Mom and Daddy built the house, we had a shower then. You didn't have to just get in a bathtub, so, you know... Oh, you wow. Could, ever who could... In the late 60s, so... That, it, that was it kind of like... It was kind of like getting your first color television. Do you remember the first time you took a shower? <laughs> you took an indoor uh, shower, Dad. <laughs> it had to have been sometime nineteen sixty-seven, the end of nineteen, the end of nineteen sixty-seven. But no, I don't. But it, you, you know, I, I almost in night. I think nineteen sixty was the first time we got a color TV. And you, so you remember that? How say so how old would you have been? Uh, about seven. What was that like? Were you mesmerized? Well, where we used to go to church at night on Sunday night, Dr. P just lived right down the uh, street from us and uh, because he just knew us and uh, he, he'd invite us over at the church. 
because he already had a color TV, so I had gotten a scene one before we ever got one at our house uh, a year or so before that. But that was that was a pretty neat thing growing up, about six years old, getting to watch a color TV. That's hilarious. So you all went over to Dr. Pede's house just to watch TV in color for the first time. And to watch Bonanza. So Bonanza was, okay. I guess it's, yep. I was about to ask a dumb question. Was it in color <laughs> or was it just the, was it a color television, but you were still watching a black and white show? <laughs> no, it was it was in color. Was I know it was a dumb question. Ones. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm, there ain't no question dumb. That's all right. on this show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right. It was like that. That's the first rule: is that and there's no dumb shaming. We can ask any question we want if we don't understand the punchline of a joke. Or anything really. Uh, this is a safe yeah. zone to say I don't know what you're talking about. That would be correct for me more than you probably most of the time, but it is correct. I'm telling you, yeah. We're in this together. Yeah. What else is new? Well, we've been still picking some string beans and putting them up. We had uh, I come in today from working and. Picked another half a five-gallon bucket full, so I'd, that's going to probably put us close to about 60 quarts we've put up this year. So 60 um, individual jars down there in your um, pantry with your go-kart, I mean uh, golf cart? That would be correct, yeah. So, and then how long do they keep? Oh, they'll keep for three or four, four or five years because they canned and down there where it stays either cool or the heat's in there, they, they, they'll keep a long time. Are you happy with the um, with the stoutness of your string beans this year? Pretty. Hey, I, I fertilized them again two weeks ago, and it's got a little bit of string beans on them like this, so next week I'll have to pick them again. I'm trying to get the – we put 67 quarts up last year. I'm trying to put see if I can get that many or more this year. You're competing with yourself. And guess what I get to do tomorrow? Uh, pick more string beans. Nope. Yes, but it's at your <laughs> Nana's house. Oh, so I was right. Oh, you got to drive up there? I got to go up there, and uh, me and Nancy's going up there, and I'm taking all my paraphernalia to can them with and oh. going up there and picking her some string beans and going to put them up. You're like the Walter White of string beans. I guess so. <laughs> What's your take on, you know how they prepare string beans up here, over here on the West Coast. They don't cook them long enough. Oh, well, we, uh, when we were growing up, Nan and them always put some fat back and all that stuff in mm -hmm. the string beans. Fat back. But we don't do that. We, we put a little bit of canola oil in them and some salt and pepper and then... A little dab of sugar, just a little bit, not even huh. a, a teaspoonful, and put them in there and let them, you have to let them cook for even after you can them for about two hours or so. Link Logan tickled me. Logan said, Look at there. Logan tickled me and said, how, how do you keep, 
do you give them string beans away? And I said, hell no, I don't give them <laughs> no string beans away. You, what, you're stingy with your string beans? Oh, yeah. No, hey, that's too hard of work to be giving. That's like giving away Nancy's turnip salad, which she don't give none of that away. So I, I don't I don't give none of these string beans. When people get to come to the house and get to eat them, that's when they get to eat some. But besides that, no, I don't give I don't uh, I don't give no string beans away. All right, all right. I won't ask then. Damn. Well, I got a uh, holler out to Clyde Chandler. All right. He says I've been a big fan of. Good Mythical Morning and Rhett and Link for a long time and was so excited when this podcast came along. The father-son dynamic is fantastic, and I was scrolling through Instagram earlier and came across the video of a very cool popcorn ceiling removal tool. Okay. Thought you would appreciate it, and it was posted by... and and. And uh, Clyde, I appreciate you posting this thing, and I'm she's gonna pull it up for me and look at it. But I've used this thing before, so it's not it's not anything new to me. What in the world? It's a ceiling. It's got a vacuum on it. It's like a ceiling buffer. Oh yeah, and it sucks it up, yeah, so it, it eats the popcorn. Yeah, it sands it off. So you've but tried it, it, one of it, these? Oh, yeah, I've used it. Of course yeah. you have, Dad. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody pulling no fast one on you. You know, Clyde's <laughs> thinking he's going to slide in here with something you've never seen related to popcorn ceiling <laughs> removal. He's got another thing coming, right? Yeah, well, that's a, and it's a pretty neat thing. And Sheridan Williams has got them where if you're a contractor, they'll just let you use it and take it out. You don't have to rent it or nothing. Okay. And I've, I've tried them, and sometimes they work like that one was working there, and then sometimes they ain't worth a hill of beans. Oh. <laughs> Just, you have to get up there and do it by hand and wet it and get it scraped off. But it's a pretty neat machine. So you don't even uh, try it anymore, try, or you you still use it in certain applications? I, I, I'm not taking I, – I retired from taking popcorn off a of ceiling. I'm done with that. Okay. Uh, that's – Way, look way, at look at how angry you're getting right now. Way too you, much work. You're just seething. Yeah. You you. Yeah. I'm sorry that you're in such a that Clyde has put you in such a bad spot, Dad. It's like we got to oh, get no. you back to your happy place. Yeah, well, dip, dip in that 86 degree water. Yeah, we'll run out there and forget uh, about the popcorn ceiling. So Clyde tried to school you, but it didn't work. But we do appreciate it, Clyde. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. Well, I got uh, some emails. You know, we get we get several once in a while. Several. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Melinda sent one, and it says, a pair of cows were talking in the field. Okay. One says, have you heard about the mad cow disease that's going around? Yeah, the other cow says. What do you think that other cow might have said? Have you heard about the mad cow disease going around? Yeah. It's, um, he, is it something about being angry? 
I'd be no, I'd be angry too if uh, I don't know. I don't know. Have you heard about the mad cow disease going around? It says, makes me glad I'm a penguin. What? That's makes what me, I'm trying to figure. Makes, makes me, me glad, glad I'm a I'm a penguin. A penguin? The, yeah, the, that's what the cow said. It says, makes me glad I'm a penguin. He don't know he's a cow, I reckon. <laughs> that's it oh wow that's that, that, that's that, a, was that is that Melinda. is that's what you call uh alternative comedy or there's a whole yeah. genre of comedy dad that it's okay it, it's funny because it's not funny i think i think the kids these days yeah. love it <laughs> okay unless you're well, wrong about what makes that funny i think that's the, my best guess as to how that could be funny well, I'm going to have to agree with you because I didn't know why it was funny or not. But, I mean, uh, the poor old cow thought it was a penguin. I like how you say that word. Say it again, the P word. Penguin. Pen, penguin. Pen, penguin. Penguin. Yeah. Penguin. 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 Yeah. Penguin. I say penguin. Maybe I'm, oh, I mean, Lord. maybe I'm saying it wrong. Is it penguin? P-I-N-G? I know it's not how you spell it, but that's how you you spell the pronunciation. Pen penguin, penguin, yes, a penguin. Pen, pen. Okay, I like how you say it <laughs> better than how I say it. Okay, penguin. All right, <laughs> penguins and polar bears. Well, I got another email from Trevor Dunbar and. Trevor had a very interesting question. He said, greetings from Arkansas. Hey, Trevor. I need a good coleslaw recipe to make some of those chili dogs you like so much. Mm. Do you happen to have one? Yes, he does. Oh, He's asking oh, the he, right man, is he not? He, he, call, he called the right place because hey, me, me and Nancy can make some killers. Killer coleslaw. As a matter of fact, we made some for the 4th of July. Oh, I'm, every 4th of July that I'm not there back home, I miss it so much. Like, for some reason, like that, I just think of Lillington. I think of, like, us, us being at Nana and Papa's house, eating those burgers off the grill with that slaw that you make. And then going over and watching the fireworks, it's, I, I can yeah. I can taste Fourth of July. It's just like it's it that was always such a special time, and I think that was one of the. I mean, we always do Christmas. It's not that we wouldn't do other holidays, but July Fourth was very specifically like Lillington based, and and going oh, to yeah. Nana and Papa's, and uh, you can't beat that slaw. You know it's great. I don't know that I've had any better. Tell us, tell tell him the secret. Well, Trevor, when you we got we got a mandolin that you cut the slaw up with, and it I don't I don't like my slaw when you put it in a cousinard uh, or something like that because it cu it just chops it up too fine. So we we cut it up on a mandolin, mm -hmm. and Nancy usually does that. And then she puts it in a bowl, and I just take a regular hand chopper and chop the slaw up and get it the consistency that I want it. It's not too 
fine, but it's still ain't got a it ain't got a it ain't got any big chunks in it. But you know oh, you're yeah. eating slaw. That's important. It's and, important because the mandolin that it creates like elongated little sliver. string yep. slivers. But then, am I right in that you're taking one That's of those? Right. Um, it's a round. It's got a handle, but then it's it's a round chopper. That's right. And then yep. you're just you're 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 shortening all those elongated slivers, and you have a lot of control over it when you're doing it manually. That's correct. And then we always, and the the one thing you need to recognize about making good coleslaw, you need to go somewhere that you know and pick out a good cabbage because if it ain't a good cabbage, it ain't gonna be good coleslaw. How you pick out I a mean, good cabbage? I don't know. Well, it's, they still got them green leaves on them and got them in the grocery store. They do here anyway where you can go get one. So after you do that, then I get half a side of vinegar. And Arkansas don't have this, but Duke, Duke's mayonnaise. But you just get some regular mayonnaise and then get, mm-hmm. get the sugar out and then Ever how much slaw you make, you kind of have to figure out what you need to make. But I put, I usually make about six, take six tablespoons of mayonnaise, put it in a bowl, and about five, maybe six tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and, and stir it up, get it stirred up good, mixed together good. And then I probably put mm-hmm. like a quarter of a cup of sugar in it. And stir that up good. And then bef- when I get that marinated and to put on the slaw, before I put it on the slaw, I put some salt and pepper on the slaw. And I take a fork and stir it up good where it's all mixed up in the slaw, all that and everything. And then I take this sauce we just made with the vinegar and the mayonnaise and the sugar and pour it all over it and stir it up good and get it and then put it in the refrigerator and let it get cool again because hey, people even this past weekend said, good God, that's the best slaw I ever eat. And I said, well, that ain't the first time I ever heard that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, it's got to be a little salty. That's right. Trevor, we done made you happy, boy. Well, and I reckon, Trevor, I, I might would give out, you talked about the uh, chili that went on the hot dogs. If you write back in one day, I might I might even give you the recipe for the chili to go on the hot dog. You can't have a Ooh, table. Don't, don't give them too much at once, Dad. They got to they gotta keep coming back for more. That's right. I'm just enticing them to think about sending me another email. Uh-huh. That's right. And my favorite hot dog, I, I'll give them this. You know what I'm. You know what I'm about to say. My favorite hot dog is the one that we always had. The uh, Jesse Jones. Je- Jesse Jones in uh, pink ones, light pink, not yeah, the, the red, yeah, not the red well, ones. Uh uh-uh. uh, not those deep dark red ones. Uh uh-uh. uh, the light pink Jesse Jones. That's 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 the one I want sitting under my slaw. Well, I used to. I, I you know. Of course, you ain't as old as I am, but I've eat all kind of hot dogs. I, you know, I used to eat them bright leaf hot dogs all the time. That's made over here at Smithfield. I know people swear by the bright leaf. I don't, I don't, I don't. I, 
I don't get. I, it's not for me. It's not for me. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. But I got another email from Braden, and Braden's got us something that he wants us to help him with, Lincoln. It says, I've been working on planning my proposal to my high school sweetheart, oh. Christina. Oh. We have been together for over five years, much of them being long distance with us at two different universities. For our engagement, she has told me that she wants our families to be there so we can all spend time together. I want them to be hidden in the moment so Christina has no idea that I'm proposing. How should I hide our family members out of sight until the perfect moment, and how should I signal them to show themselves? Hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to help you with this a little bit, Braden, because... about a year and a half ago, my sister's son, Lance, uh, wanted to propose to Lauren at Christmas. And he wanted uh, her mom and daddy to be there. So instead of having to hide somebody and do something, you need to kind of plan this around. Maybe a birthday or Christmas when you got all kinds of other stuff going on, and then Christina won't know that you're going to drop down on a knee and ask her, and the people won't have to be hid, and you won't have to worry about none of that. Because it it was great for Lance and Lauren, where when he, I they, wasn't they there. there. What right? I won't. We were not. I won't, I won't there either. I just they told my Teresa told me about it. Yeah, it was one of those Christmases so, that we weren't there. And what? How did he do it? I don't. I don't, I don't remember how well, he told me. Yes, he. Uh, they were all sitting around and had been eating and everything, and they. I. I don't know. I think maybe they'd even. They uh, had already opened up presents and everything, where they were kind of trading back and forth, and and Lance looked stood up, and Lauren was standing over somewhere and said. Well, I guess you was kind of looking for something else for Christmas, were you? Oh. And, and she kind of just nonchalantly, they said, just kind of nodded her head and everything. And he said, well, I got one more gift for you for Christmas. And he dropped down on one knee. In front of everybody? A, right in front of everybody and pulled a ring out. And I said, 
Lauren, will you marry me? So that was, I mean, it worked, hey, it worked out good for Lance and Lauren and everybody was there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, um, just to let, this is my aspect. That was all well and fine. Mamas and daddies and all, everybody was there and got Mm -hmm. to see it and do all that. But that ain't my ball of wax, Brenda. Oh. No. No. Asking Christina or whoever you're going to ask to get married, (laughs) to me, is a private thing. Just like when I proposed to Nancy, I was sitting down on the beach. They want, it was about 5 or 6 o'clock in the afternoon. They want to sew around, and we were sitting in two little small chairs, and I, I pulled a ring out and asked her to marry me out there. Because, you know, sometimes people don't always say yes. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so, people don't I always mean, say yes. Yeah, they said, I you kind of want it to be a private that. affair when it's a no. Yeah, you know yeah you're going to say no. I mean, doing this and it. And besides that, Brandon, you know, I have asked more than three people to get married. <laughs> so, hold on. I, what, hold, what? You know, huh, what? So, huh, so huh, you know, huh, huh. Nancy's my fourth time. So, you know, thinking, I've been I've been practicing at it. So, well, I asked your you, mama to marry me. You so have you asked more than four women to marry you? It's four. Okay, so you are four for four. I yeah. thought I, I thought I was about to find out that you had been turned down by a fifth. Oh no, I ain't. Or a sixth. No, no, no. I ain't never. Hey, uh, was I, there I was ever kind of, dad? Dad, was there ever anybody else that you almost asked to marry at any point? No. What has no. anybody has anybody asked you to marry them at any point? You said no. Uh, I did have a girl to ask me that run the uh, Elks Club. She she told me one day. She said, "You know, if you're looking for a, another wife, because." As good as you are to women, and you give them this and give them that, and all this stuff going on, she said, I, "I'll marry you and stay married to, with, to you for about ten years, and, and then just going about my business." About so ten years. I said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, Julie, I, I, I ain't ready to get married yet, but I, I appreciate the offer. I'll have to I have to put that back in my." She was willing to give you ten years. She was willing to give you one decade, and then well, she knew. Well, she out. Just she like knew your track record. Your mother, <laughs> most most of the time, I'd been married fourteen years. The other two times, so okay. I mean, I mean, that's more information y'all needed to know anyway. No, no, no. <laughs> we're we're here for all the information, Dad. So that was more of a nonchalant. I mean, she didn't have a ring or anything. She just had a she just had no, a timeline. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Charles, if uh, well, you know, I'll give you ten years if uh, if you're up for it. Okay. Yeah. You weren't quite ready for it. I get it. But no. So, uh, Braden, you just going to have to kind of, I don't know if you want to still try to hide them in a room and do it in private and see how it goes. But I, I got but, an idea. Go ahead. That's somebody ought to have. 
Well, you had two good <laughs> ideas. I'm just going to add a third yeah. one. If if you want to do a, a beautiful outdoor proposal in private, all you got to do is, and I'm assuming there's eight or less family members that you want to be there, and that'll be plenty depending on the size of tarp. Um, just throw a tarp over them. <laughs> throw a tarp over them. And then whenever it's time, uh, you just have a little air horn or just give them a signal or like a <whistles> any any little thing. And then all of a sudden the tarp comes off. <laughs> you know, no place better to get ma- uh, proposed to than uh, in the vicinity of a covered pile of junk. That happens to be all your family. <laughs> and depending, I mean, how big of a tarp can, can you get? What's the biggest tarp you've ever seen, Dad? 40 foot wide and 60 foot long. Yeah, how, how many people you can fit under that? 60 by 40 tarp. <laughs> a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, you might be able to get uh, 18 people under that tarp. You know? Pretty easy. Yep. That's it. That's yep. it. And then... uh. You got to make sure they can breathe and make sure they, you know, make sure everybody's all right. Put put grandma in the middle. Oh, yeah. She's the tent pole. Yep. Problem solved. And then if they say no, just uh, leave them under the tarp, you know, go back and then call them off and say, ah, abort mission. <laughs> You're welcome. That's the best we can do, Braden. All right. Well, I got another email from Sarah. It says, help. I want to paint my bathroom a bright, cheerful color, but something that's not too overwhelming, especially while people are trying to powder their nose. Oh, is this, is this, y'all look at this paint? Y'all need to look at this paint. Okay, so, Sarah, I'm going to give you a little bit of help. I got two colors right here. Okay. I forgot the name of them, Sarah. Let's see. But the one I like is called Butter Up. Butter Up. Butter Up. It's a pr- it's a nice pastel yellow color, mm-hmm. and it comes from Sharon Williams. So it's not overwhelming to uh, powder their nose? No, it's not overwhelming, and it'd be a nice color because yellow, I don't know what color is outside of your bathroom or if it'll flow with it or what it'll do or anything. But most of the time, yellow, I'll go with most any color unless it's something that's really bright, bright. So try to uh, try to butter up and see how it works. And all you got to do is you can go online at Sharon Williams and just look it up and you, you can see the color and see if you like it or not. So this is the most helpful episode we've had in a long time we're giving out recipes whoo man we should, we should charge for this kind of help that'd be nice wouldn't it yeah. it would be <laughs> not gonna happen <laughs> it's time for the belts life bulletin well how's the water in the ocean out in california i mean is, is it like, are you talking color me? hey i i'm you already told me how nice feeling your water is. Now you're trying to get me. I know what you're doing here. Yeah, my water, my water sucks. It's too cold. It's in its to answer your question, it's a tad bit murky. Well, Link, just to let you know, the last couple of weeks down here, and it's even made the newspaper down here in the Sun News that the water down here is just a beautiful 
blue coral color. I mean, it's it's beautiful. Wow. Is it? Yeah, they're talking about it in the news. D- did you notice this phenomenon oh, yeah. before you were reading about it in the news, or are you just are you um, too glazed I, over out there? <laughs> no, I I saw it. Uh, we went down to the beach a week or so ago, and I mean, it was it was it's some kind of it was it was beautiful. I mean, that I'm is tropical. What, what what's the reason? Do they know why? It, I mean, because. All the years that you've lived there or been going down there for the summer, have you ever seen it this blue? I've seen it blue like this before. And it, it's got a lot because when you don't have storms and and it gets hot here. Yeah. And when it's doing and you don't have storms, that sediment, just like your water, that set you got sediment in the water. Right. And it, it's not getting stirred up with the sand, so it's floating down at the bottom and it and it lets the water be the the natural color that it really is when it's hadn't got a oh. hurricane coming up through there or something like that. That this is just this is just my I think that's the reason it is. So you didn't actually read the article, you just looked at the picture? Oh no, I read the article down here from the Sun Times. It's it got a little blurb down here. It says Beachgoers have taken to social media showing what they believe to be exceptionally clear and blue water in Myrtle Beach this 4th of July weekend. Mm. It was like an emerald blue, and you could pretty much see the bottom in like four foot of water, said Phil Jackson, owner of Good Vibe Surf Shop. Got a, got a is that what Phil Jackson is up to now? He's not, he's not coaching <laughs> I don't the think that's a, bulls? I don't think and he says in a phone interview, Jackson noticed clearer than usual water two weeks ago that the majority of TikTok videos were from this weekend. Two days ago, TikTok user Kayla Brown shared the view of the beach from a hotel. Brown's three videos on Myrtle Beach waters have almost two million views Ooh. combined. Wow. Another TikTok going viral. Another TikTok with almost 500,000 views, showed the Grand Strand water. Let's see it. Been here 50 times and never seen it like this. <laughs> Listen, I promise to you this is dirty Myrtle. It just ain't dirty no more. Like... <laughs> Dirty Myrtle ain't dirty no more. <laughs> ah, I like that. That was pretty neat. So you've been out in this uh, undirty Myrtle water? Yeah, I've been out in it, and you could walk right out. Uh, Can't be naked. Like they, they can said, see three, or, three or four foot and be out and see, still see your feet down in the bottom of it. Is it the type of thing that if, because you go into the water out there to pee. Don't that lie. That be correct. Yep. I know. So now it, people can, you know, people can see that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. You ever drop yeah. the deuce in the in the water, Dad? No. Don't <laughs> lie. It's hard. It's hard to do. I have. I have attempted. Uh, no, I ain't. I'm not going to attempt it. If I got to do that, I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just gotta. You gotta give it a shot. Yeah, I, I understand that. I'm glad you understand it. And you know what? And we 
me and all the Myrtle Beasts will understand it when you share the next time you have to do that. We're here for you. I hear you. Well, I'm glad they're going to be here for me, but I, I'm not going to be dropping no deuce. They're going to be filming a TikTok from the top of the condo. Charles Neal from Dispatch of Myrtle Beach dropping a deuce in the clearest water in, in a decade. I was like, he's, cre- he's creating little buddies that are following him. Bloop, 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 bloop. I just, I feel like you have really taken me to Myrtle Beach this week, Dad. I've been in the garden. I've been in the water. Where else have I been? I've been under a tarp with some family that I've yeah. never met. It's like, when are they going to show up? What time did they say they were gonna be here? I'm gonna call. Don't call them. If you call them, then it's gonna it's gonna spoil the surprise. Be quiet. They might be be quiet. Stop talking. They could be coming up any minute. <laughs> Don't spoil the surprise. <laughs> can, well. Should we practice? Congratulations! Put the tarp back on you. Take it. Come up any second. Stop me anytime, Dad. <laughs> well, that's, that's enough. I think Brandon's then figured out what we, how he's going to have to handle that itself. He's not even here anymore. He's out buying a tarp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Link, it looks like we've done another episode of Dispatches from Myrtle Beach, and it, it was does. fun having you all here with us today. Join us in the next couple of weeks for another. Oh, join us for. Next week for another mini dispatch. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> if you got a joke, question, or comment you'd like to share with me, email me at ratherbeshagging53 at aol.com. So have a great weekend, and we can't wait to spin your world again, and we'll see what kind, what we can get into next week, Link. So it was good talking to you. You too, Dad, as always. Love you. Love you too.